Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of Unaired. I'm Ed. And I am an amoeba that is named Ed. I'm getting deja vu. I feel like you've done that before. I've never said I was an amoeba. Not once. Not a single time. Okay. So this week, uh, as we announced in a previous episode, we watched the Michael J. Fox show. So a little background on this show. Um, it was being pitched and shopped around in August of 2012, and it kind of launched a bidding war for the show between all these networks, and NBC won the rights, so they gave it a straight-to-series order for 22 episodes, which, you know, that's not very common. Usually shows will get a pilot commissioned. Straight-to-series yep. order, man. It sounds so official. Oh, yeah. They ordered the full-on 22 episodes without even, like, seeing anything done. That's like when you order something at a restaurant without even knowing the price. You're just that loaded. That's true. That is a baller move. Right? It's just like, I have so much money. They're like, I'll take the Michael J. Fox with a side of funny, please. (laughs) And if he doesn't have Parkinson's, get him out of here. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the uh, the ratings, the, the pilot episode wasn't too bad. It was like something like 7 million viewers. Which for NBC is really good, especially for their Thursday thought, night block. I thought it qualified like like when you watch it, you know, most of the episodes you watch, you watch it and you're like, yeah, I know why this went under it. But um, this one was one of those ones where it was like, yeah, I can see this. Right. It was a decent show. Like cavemen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like cavemen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. After that, like, the ratings started, like, declining steadily. At one point, it got to, like, 2 million viewers an episode, which is nothing. And then, uh, after the Winter Olympics, they decided to pull the plug on it. They pulled all the rest of the episodes, and they said, you know, it's gonna come back at a later date, we'll let you know when, and it never came back. So, this show only, in the U.S., it only ended up airing 15 of its 22 episodes, but... Hmm. Australia, they ended up airing all of them. Just Australia? Yeah, as far as I could tell, it was just Australia that aired every episode. What? what? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, just Australia? Yeah, that's that's all the information I found. Well, you know, with all the dangerous creatures out here, mate, you gotta have some good episodes. Australia loves us some, some Michael J. Fox. I can't, okay, this is the reason I can't do Australian accents is because British accents also exist and they're very similar. Australian is just like an elongated British accent. I can't, because I can barely do a British accent. (laughs) So, this show and uh, the show that was airing with it, Sean Saves the World, starring Sean Hayes, I think his name is. Wow, that's such a good name, man. They tried. Yeah, that, uh, I just realized they didn't both... succeed. They didn't. They didn't succeed. I want to be clear. They didn't succeed. No, they all. tried though. They were both pulled around the same time, and they both actually had episodes left unaired. And I'm just noticing now both are shows with established celebrities, and they're named after the respective celebrities. Interesting. Hmm. Looks like they really didn't try. <laughs> I take back everything I said. Right. So let's uh let's get into this. So the episode starts off, and it's uh Michael J. Fox. Who doesn't play Michael J. Fox in this show? He plays Michael Henry. Confusing. Just two. Why can't you just... Same name. Come on. Yeah, that's one thing that bothers me with shows like this. Like, we did uh, the Michael Richards show 
early on, Michael Richard, the dude from Seinfeld. And yeah. his character wasn't named Michael Richards. It was Michael something else. Just like stick with your real name. If you're going to call I it. I feel like, I feel like maybe it's just our generation and like maybe we're new to this or something because with, with our generation, at least we're very about transparency. We're very about like, you know, knowing like immersion too, things like that. Um, but I think back then they were kind of just starting to get the grasp on what fame is. And it's not this thing to be like, oh, it's going to distract from like the actual show. No, 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 no. Everyone knows who Michael J. Fox is. Everybody loves Michael J. Fox. Right. Everyone loves Michael J. Fox. You don't need to give him a new name. You can just be honest. Right. So it starts off. Michael Henry is uh, getting interviewed by his daughter for a project. And she tells him, he's like, oh, hey, I'm Michael Henry, blah, blah, blah. Like giving an introduction to his character. And she goes, we, we got to stop filming. You're You're shaking too much. And he goes... You could film me from across the street. It wouldn't fix it. I know. It's just like, come on. Right off the bat, he went with a Parkinson's joke. Dude's a good sport with these jokes. He's a great sport. I will admit, though, that was like one of the more awkward Parkinson's jokes to start off with. Right. And then she goes into, you know, maybe if you got me a phone with an image stabilizer. And he goes, yep, that would do it. Yeah, no, I think I think the most fucked up part is he didn't say do it. He said that would cure it. He said something like that. Yeah. He said that would cure it. I watched it twice. Because <laughs> I like, I heard it first and I was like, that was heavy. Like, let me go back and re- listen to that again. So yeah, then we uh, cut to Mike. He's in the kitchen and he's like finishing up dinner, like cooking it. Everybody walks in. Uh, somebody takes a bite of it and he's like, oh, here's the secret. I put, I put uh, two leaves of kale in there, but don't tell anyone. You can't even notice it. His daughter walks in, takes a bite. She's like, oh, you put two leaves of kale in here. Isn't kale a seaweed? Kale is kind of like a leaf. Hmm. I just, I hear it called a leaf. I think of what a leaf is, and the two don't match up. It's like, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's it's a weed. Sure, let's go with that. So, after the daughter walks in, says that, uh, everybody just picks up food, starts eating and like standing around. He's like, no, we got to sit down and eat like a family. Like, if you don't eat and sit down like a family, it's a dangerous rabbit hole. Next thing you know, we're going to be under a bridge tying each other off. And he, like, does a motion as if he's, like, tying a tourniquet around his arm. Where did that come from? You know, he's trying to, you know... Scare his family into thinking that they're going to become heroin addicts? Sort of. And then Annie, his wife, responds to this by saying, How do you know that move? And he says, I had a pass before you, Annie. And just the deli- his delivery of that line was perfect. It's true. And then Lee, Mike's sister, walks in. And she doesn't even taste it, but she smells the kale. And she's like, oh, God, enough with the kale. We get it. You're white. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Even back then they knew. Yep, back then they knew Michael J. Fox was white. They they knew the series. <laughs> yeah, right. That That's what they knew. <laughs> um, I know I was more about like, this. this seemed like a little early to... Like, I feel like kale has only recently become super popular. I mean, it's in soup. So, like, it definitely is soup or popular. I hate you. It's okay. That wasn't even a joke. Like, that was, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, everybody's still, like, talking and eating around while they're in the kitchen. And his son sits down... His younger son sits down on the dishwasher door, which is open. And everybody's discussing, oh, I have plans. We can't eat dinner here tonight. All that fun stuff. And he goes, okay, fine. You go do what you want to do. 
I'm going to sit down here and eat dinner with my son. And he sits down on the dishwasher door and says, you know what, son, at least we can have dinner together. His son goes, I'm already done. And then the dishwasher door breaks. Ah. It was like rapid fire. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, no, as soon as he sat in that, I was like, dude, you fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. You could tell from like a mile away. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, as soon as he sat on it, I was like, that's going to break. And then it broke as soon as I thought that thought entered my mind. Oh, yeah. But then we get the theme song. So we come back from the theme song. And it's like those like little interviews that the show started with. It's like that again. But it's interviews with Ian, who is Mike's older son, and Annie, his wife, about how, like, you know, he used to work and he used to put 100% into his job. And, you know, he quit his job after the Parkinson's and now he puts all the energy into the family. And, you know, they're, they like it, but, like, it's a lot. It's a bit too much. Ain't that nice. Right. And then... Mike tries to wake everybody up early in the morning. Ian's already up. And he's just like, yeah, these peasants, they're still asleep, but I'm always up and working. And Oh, wait, oh, wait. You know, you know what this makes him? What does that make him? It makes him a family guy. Uh, wasn't, he on, wasn't he on Family Ties? Probably. I'm pretty sure Family Ties Ow! was... His- Yep, that was my cat. She's trying to... Please keep that in. <laughs> she's trying to... Uh, my kitty's trying to be on the show. Yes. She loves her some Michael J. Fox. I forgot where I was. Who cares, man? What's... What... Where... Where even is was? All right. So, that's that's when uh, Ian explains in his own little like interview style thing that he opted out of college to reimagine the search engine... Hey, so did I. Yep, that's his, like, dream in life, is to make the next Google. That's such a bad dream. Yeah, because, like... It's gonna it's gonna end in failure. Google's way too big. Exactly, and they make a joke about that later, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so, that's when uh we cut back, and everybody's, like, getting ready for school. And Annie, it we find out she's a teacher, because Mike goes, Here, just head off to the school. I'll bring the other kids to their school. Just, like, get there early, do your fun stuff, all that. And she's like, okay, bye. And then Eve, his daughter, walks out, the one who's been filming this, like, the little interview things. He, she's wearing, like, this big frumpy coat, and he goes, you're wearing that to school? What, are you driving a Zamboni? And she playfully hits his arm, and he goes, God, how could you hit a man with my condition? Oh, Using it. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get the leverage. <laughs> So he's walking the kids to school, and, like, a bunch of people are recognizing him, like, Mike Henry, my man. It's like, have you seen Rick and Morty, where uh, they're in the simulation, and Jerry's walking, and that guy keeps going, my man. My man. It's like that. Like, everybody's doing that to Mike. Jeez. And as he's walking, he runs into his old boss, Harrison, and Harrison is trying to convince him to come back to work for NBC, and, like, do he wants him to, like take his anchor position again hmm. and you know he thinks about it he's like no because if i come back nbc's gonna milk it and they're gonna have this inspirational music of like and a montage of me walking in slow motion yeah which they do which they do <laughs> yep and then you know he goes home and he discusses it with annie and she's like oh i don't know what you should do you know but whatever you do tomorrow you got to be home fix the dishwasher 
Uh, they're going to like, people are going to come in and bring in all the parts and everything. So she says like, if you stay for the dishwasher and everything, I'll make it up to you. When was the last time you took your medication? He goes, Oh, I took that like six or seven hours ago. And she goes with, I want to say this is the third or fourth Parkinson's joke. Okay, good. I don't have to do all the work then. Ah, this one fucking killed me, dude. Yep. Like, there was the three Parkins jokes to warm me up to this, and it still didn't prepare me for it. Oh, yeah. And that's not even the last one of the episode. Ah, I know. (laughs) I wish I kept count. I actually, like, I actually thought of making a list of, like jokes they made about parkinson's or like i actually also i also i also thought of making a list of like things that like parkinson's like interfered with in his daily life because there was a lot oh yeah so then after this we cut to uh lee and annie are in the kitchen discussing their hair and lee's just like oh i need to do something with it last night someone thought i was eve's mom and mike walks in and goes why did they have eyes ears and the ability to process information Boom. Ooh. Savage. Score one, Mike. That's like a 20, like, 16 joke. That is. Well, this, this happened in 2013, so not too far off. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, then we get a little interview with uh, Lee, and she's in her apartment, and she goes, yeah, Mike's nice, he pays for my rent for this apartment, but it's in the basement, and no light comes in, and scumbags can see me walk around naked. And Eve goes, why don't you just close the blinds? And Lee goes, because one of them might be a doctor. Oh, God. Yep. So she's like that type of character. She reminds me of, did you ever watch The Nanny? The Nanny? Yeah. The show? Yeah, with Fran Drescher. Yeah. She reminds me of Fran Drescher's character, where it's like, ah, I gotta meet a nice doctor. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then, we cut back, and it's Mike in the apartment, and he's, he's, uh... He's sitting at his computer, and he hears something at the door. He opens it. It's the dishwasher repair guys, and they recognize him like, Hey, Mike Henry, hey. And Mike goes, Hold on a sec. My wife left a list of things that I need you to do here. And he picks it up, and it's all smudged. And he goes, Hold on. I'll just call her and figure out what she needs. Picks up the phone, tries to dial 917, accidentally dials 911, and... Ah, it's a Parkinson's joke. Yep. And we get another Parkinson's. This was a twofer. Because on the other end, she goes, hey, this is 911, what's your emergency? And Mike goes, oh, nope, that was a missed dial. I meant to dial 917. Sorry, I, I forgot to take my drugs earlier. And they go, your drugs, what? And he just hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> not a good idea. But I will say, um, even though that's not a good idea, they're not going to show up literally 10 seconds later with guns drawn. No, they don't show up 10 seconds later. They show up like that- 45 minutes later. Oh, did they put 45 minutes later? They didn't, but they explained that it was 45 minutes because the cops storm in with their guns drawn. And uh-huh. he goes, I told you guys we didn't need any help here. And even if I did, like that was 45 minutes ago that we called. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I yeah. just saw two people like literally 10 seconds later walk through the door with guns drawn. They did not cut the scene up at all. No, they didn't do a good job of that. But yeah. that leads to, the reason that he specified it was 45 minutes, that leads to a later plot point that The cop says, you know, this was, sorry about that. It's a problem with the new logging system of how they tell us where to go. And he goes, oh, it's fine. One of the cops pulls him aside and goes, hey, can I get an autograph for my uncle? He has Alzheimer's. Uh, Actually, I have Parkinson's. Cop just goes, eh, either way. Jeez. Yep. 
<laughs> well, now I can tell it was made in 2013. Yep. That that was when like fucked up humor started coming out, but people didn't know how to do it yet. So that was just fucked up. I would say more so that's when fucked up humor was like starting to come onto network TV. Yeah, 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 true. It's always been on the internet. And on like cable. Yeah. So this is when Mike picks up the phone and calls Harrison and goes, yeah, I'm in. I want to come back. Then we cut to commercial. So um, we come back to commercial and Mike is walking around the studio with Harrison. Everybody like starts clapping like, oh, Mike Henry's back. Ermagerd. Yep. And Matt Lauer shows up. Matt Lauer, host of the Today Show. And he's like, oh, Mike, I heard you might be coming back. Congratulations. And this is when we find out that Mike and Matt Lauer have a bit of a rivalry. A rivalry? Yep. And the way that Mike words it is, yeah, but one of us still has hair at least. Oh! Oh, yeah. May have Parkinson's, but he's still got his hair. This is when, like, they bring him back into the, like, actual, like, they bring him to the anchor's desk. And Harrison sit da- sits down and goes, ooh, look, we still got uh, we still got your chair here. And look, they got new wheel locks. And he makes that joke because earlier in the episode when they explained why Mike resigned from his show, it was because of the Parkinson's. Yeah, they actually had a, a video of an incident when he was on live television and he was just rolling around in the chair because his legs were moving. Yep, that was on his last show. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it was his last episode. It was like he was rolling across the screen because of his legs. And he like rolls back on and he's like, good night, America, and then rolls off again. It was quite comical. It was like a Parkinson's joke done in good taste for once. Yeah. So that's Parkinson's joke number four or five. Four or five, but I would say appropriate Parkinson's joke number one. (laughs) So while this is happening, the family, aside from Mike, is all outside, and Ian starts arguing with Annie because he's stuck in Graham, the younger son. He's stuck in Graham's old room, sleeping in a race car bed, because after he that came back... That sounds like fun. You know, it does, but it also doesn't. Why? Because, like, what if he, like, tried to bring a lady back? Dude, are you kidding me? I'd be like, yo, you know how most people just have beds? I have a race car. <laughs> And it's a bed. And see, when you put it like that, <laughs> it's just bulletproof logic. Yep. That's all the ladies. And then, like, this whole argument ends, and they're like, oh, fine, I guess I'm stuck in Graham's room. And then we cut back, and Harrison and Mike are talking. And Mike says, Harrison, if I do come back, it's not, it's going to be to cover stories. It's not going to be for the exploitation of my Parkinson's. And Harrison goes, no, we'll handle it super tastefully. And this is when we get the montage of Mike Henry walking in slow motion. And we hear, I can be your hero, baby. (laughs) Such a great pick for a song. Oh, yeah. Not the only time you hear that song in the episode either. No. They wanted to make it a running joke more than it already was. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, okay, I'm out of here. And then he leaves. And this is when we cut to Eve. And her, and her uh, I believe it's an English class because they're talking about the Grapes of Wrath. And she, the reason she was filming everybody is because she was doing a video project comparing her father's struggles to the struggles in the Grapes of Wrath. But she did it so, 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 oh, yeah. so manipulatively. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I love the Star Wipes. You're failing though because it was manipulative. 
she goes, ugh. Yeah, she was basically, it, it was kind of funny because he was basically like, you've like nailed every single thing that this class teaches correctly, but since you're manipulative, no. As he like walks away after the credits roll on her video, it's just her with a key uh, keytar going, you can be my hero daddy. It's so cringy. Yep, she's singing like a little parody of that song about her father. And it's not good. Not really. No. Nah. But I gotta give her props. Like, most people don't know how to play the guitar. I don't. I don't either. Mainly because I... No, I, I don't give her props because I'm a musician, but yeah. Alright. So, then we cut back to the their apartment. And Annie's grading papers. Mike sits, Mike sits down and picks one up. Is goes, she grading or grating? She's grading, like... With a D. So she's with a cheese grater? Yeah. Cool. So, so Mike, pick, Mike picks one up and he reads it. He goes, God, these students are terrible. This is horrible poetry. And she goes, well, that's from Maya Angelou. And he goes, oh, when you put it that way. Yeah, it was like, when you read it, now that I'm reading it in her voice. Yep. It sounds great. Yep. And they talk about how, like, Maybe, like, Mike doesn't want to actually go back because he's scared that it won't be the same as before. And she's like, it won't be the same as before, but you're still going to be great. And this is when Ian and Eve are just like, okay, we got to go to the roof. And they need to blow off some steam. So what do they do? They make water balloon condoms and start throwing them off the roof. I think that sounds like the funnest thing ever. Yeah, and one of my favorite jokes It's so much episode, more comical, like... Like hold on, it's a, it's uh it's it's funny when you get someone wet and it's really annoying and shit, you know, because they're like, oh man, now I gotta go dry off. But like, when you get hit by a condom balloon, it's just this, this feeling of unease. <laughs> like it's just like a, it just feels like just this weird, like floppy thing hit you, <laughs> and then and then after that, you figure out it's a condom, and you're like, ah. <laughs> Eddie, I feel like you're speaking from experience here. I may or may not be speaking from experience. <laughs> so when they're throwing these water balloon condoms off the roof, this is where you get my favorite joke of the episode. Eve goes, God, these things are awesome. It sucks they don't break, though. And Ian goes, that concerns me that that's what you're worried about. Yeah, he was like, you're supposed to take comfort in that. Yeah. And Ian talks about his website. Like, it, This is where we find out his search engine is called u-search.net which is the worst name ever uh, it's like like if you ever want to know how SEO works this is the exact opposite of how it works yep now we get a joke which didn't really make sense she goes oh yeah how do I find that again and he goes y you google it which uh... okay but it's a website name you just type the website in the search bar yeah. How do I find that? Um, well, first you get a basic level of education, and then you come back and talk to me, and you can have this conversation when you understand what basic principles are. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Mike ends up deciding he's going to go back to newscasting, and he calls his producer, and he tells her to meet him at City Hall. And she comes over with the news van, they start filming everywhere. They do an expose on the new 911 dispatch system, the one that caused the 45-minute delay earlier in the episode. And a, uh, another Parkinson's joke comes in because they're in the news van. The producer is, like, getting, like, a little woozy because the car is shaking. And he goes, car sick, huh? For me, this is perfectly still. 
<laughs> That's probably my favorite one. Yep. That was a well-written Parkinson's joke right there. So well-placed. So he films this segment, and Harrison tells him, like, oh, you know, the we talked to some people on the Today Show, and they want you to introduce your segment there. It'll be great publicity and all that stuff. So he goes, yeah, okay, I'll do it. He goes on the Today Show, Matt Lauer, and I don't know who this co-host is. I think it was, like, Savannah, whatever her last name is. Unimportant. Yeah, they've gone through a lot of co-hosts that aren't Matt Lauer. So she goes, you know, it's nice to have you back, Mike Henry. You look to be in the pinnacle of health. And Matt Lauer slaps her arm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, you stupid fuck. Yep, and he goes, I wouldn't say pinnacle. And while they're doing this in the background, Annie and Harrison, we find out that they've been planning this whole thing for uh, six months, trying to get Harrison to accidentally run into Mike. And right as Mike is about to introduce the news segment they get a breaking story and they have to cut away see and then they go home mike tells her that uh, mike tells annie that he knew about like her and harrison's plan all along and he goes inside turns out the kids decided to surprise him with dinner at the table and it's like yay yep and it's like breakfast foods he goes okay everybody who wants eggs he picks up a spoon with eggs and he's like slowly moving it and he's like shaking as he's doing it. And then he just grabs a spoon from his hand and goes, could you have a personal victory right now? We're starving. <laughs> and that was the end of the episode. You know, end it with a Parkinson's joke. Why not? It started with one. Yep. You know, life starts with a Parkinson's joke and ends with a Parkinson's joke. Oh. So yeah, that is a, uh, that is that episode. You forgot to mention, though, the story that he likes to tell people of the lady that gave birth in a tree. That's true. That wasn't, like, a super important part. No, but it was just it was just something to note, because that if that actually happened, the baby would die. Right. So, like, he has a little anecdote that the whole family knows. When, like, someone's just like, oh, this is, like, shitty. He's like, could be worse. Like, you could have been this lady that was trapped in a flood. She climbed up into a tree and had to give her give birth to her baby up there. So, Eddie, had the show been not unjustly canceled, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Oh boy, I'm glad you asked. Now, I'm just going to say right now, I have two seasons planned out for this bad boy. I bet you do. You always do. Oh yeah, so why don't you start it off? Alright, I'll start it off with my favorite. Okay, first one is called Shake and Bake. Alright. Uh... <laughs> great start um, i'm just gonna stop right here real quick if we make any parkinson's jokes right now uh we are doing it we're not doing it like disrespectfully as you could tell by this show he michael j fox takes these jokes very he 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 knows how to take a joke he's got a great sense of humor about it because it's like you got it like you know yeah when you when you got something bad that happens to you just gotta make fun of it and roll with it right so if we we're like making parkinson's jokes Try not to get offended. We're not doing it. We're not trying to be offensive. No. We're just rolling with what this show gave us. Indeed. Okay, but anyways, back to Shake and Bake. Oh, yeah. Um, so, naturally, Parkinson's is a progressive disease. It gets worse in time. So, Michael's condition starts to worsen, and traditional methods of medication that he was taking, like his pills and whatnot, uh, have started making him sick. 
um, because of the toxicity of his body. I know it sounds really dark, but it'll get better. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) So he turns he turns to the magical healing powers of cannabis. Oh, God. Of course. And we follow him through the awkward process of getting a medical card in his first legal purchase. And it's a tremendous success. However, um, he is using THC, which makes you high. So he's always just completely stoned on TV. And um, oh God. so he, he ends up going to, the doc, to a different medical cannabis doctor. And he's like, yo, man, you need CBD oil. It makes you not high. And he's like, oh, okay. That's what I definitely want. And then he gets that, and it works, and everyone lives happy ever after. All right. I now understand the title. I thought you were going to be like, oh, he just goes on a cooking show or something. So my episode, my first one, is called Swift Exit. So Swift Exit. Yep, you'll see why in a minute. Okay. So Harrison, the producer of Mike's new show. If Taylor Swift goes- is in this, I'm going to kill you. Oh, God, you're going to kill me. So, <laughs> he's, he's like, you know, Mike, we have, a great, we have a great idea. Taylor Swift is in New York to pro- promote her new album. God and damn I want it. Her, I, want her to, I want you to interview her and do a piece for the, for the news. And he goes, oh, I can't do that. Well, why not? Turns out he and Taylor Swift have a bit of a feud. And it's because he interviewed her years before his diagnosis when she was just like peak of her fame this was like very early on where just she was like of, just out of anyone in the world who michael j fox could have a feud with yep <laughs> and you know he delved very deep into her like personal life and she didn't appreciate that oh so now they have bad blood <laughs> i see what you did there so Eve and I'm Lee. So, I'm so mad at myself right now. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I want you to know that, Eddie. I've lowered my standards. You have sunk to my level. For this fucking show. <laughs> so Eve and Lee, they both they both like try and convince him, like, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time to bury the hatchet and like do this interview. And they convince him, you know what? He's like, Yeah, I'll do it, I guess. Secretly, they only do that because they want to meet Taylor Swift. So, so would I, but not for the oh, reasons yeah. they would want to. So Mike does the interview and she goes, yeah, there's actually, I want you to know, there's actually a uh, song that was inspired by you on this album. And he goes, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, I figured like, you know, we're burying the hatchet. I'd just let you know this song is about you. And she starts performing and it's shake it off. Oh. But not for the reasons you think. It's because like she was just like, oh, you just got to shake off all the like negativity but she doesn't realize that, that and she gets off the air and she's oh. like, she's like, she's like, no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> they need to make this episode. They need to go back and they need to just, just re-release it. Oh yeah. That's like if Seinfeld in this show had a baby, that would be the plot right there. Oh God. But yeah. That's uh, that's my first episode. Wow. Just, do you wow. have any more? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. Okay, good. Um, Okay, so the second one is called Can't Touch This. All right. And um, so Michael signs up for the new show, Hunted. I don't know if you've heard of this show. Have you heard of this show? The one where you have to, like, go off the grid and escape, like, 
these FBI investigators. So if you haven't heard the show, that's basically what it's about. It's just average, everyday people. In this case, Michael J. Fox, who is not average and not an everyday person. Well, actually, it's Michael Henry. We need to clarify that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's Michael Henry Fox. That's um, important. <laughs> Michael Henry Fox. <laughs> that's what the J stands for. It's hyphenated. Um, yeah, it's a silent A. It's a H, H G H J H. Kill me. Um, anyways, <laughs> the so yeah, the premise of the show is yeah, you highly trained surveillance individuals hunt down people, and so he he goes uh, yeah, you know I could. I could totally evade these people, constantly making the joke about how they can never catch him because he's constantly moving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he actually manages to his, manages to effectively evade them, but um, the time alone has given him time to think, and he begins to consider running away forever. Oh no! But then he comes to like a heart heartfelt moment, and he's like, oh, "I love my family," and it's just a show. <laughs> I feel like that could definitely work if he's like going in like, oh, this show's fake. We're going to do an expose on it. And then he gets right. all caught up in it. Yeah. And then he just becomes the role. Yep. He like Christian Bales it. Yeah. Or Daniel Day Lewis is it. He Daniel Day Lewis is himself in the role. Ah, okay. So my next one, my next episode is called Award Season. And this is the... This is my last pitch for a season one episode. Do you have any more pitches, Eddie? Um, my episodes are fluent. They can be any season. All right. So we're just going to say this is the end of season one right here. They're multi-seasonal. Oh, yeah. They're evergreen, if you will. So Mike gets nominated for a for a uh, Emmy for his work on the news. Oh, Emmy. Yeah, for his first year back. It's like a Grammy, but not as prestigious. Exactly. So he initially doesn't want to go because he's just like, oh, it's just a pity nomination. Like, they're only saying that because, like, my Parkinson's. And now they're going to be like, oh, he's going to win because of his Parkinson's. So he decides, oh, I'm not going to go to the ceremony until he figures out who he's up against. He's up against Matt fucking Lauer. Ooh. So he decides he's going to campaign for the win so he can beat his rival. When he decides, like, hey, I'm going to go to the Emmys now. He finds out he can only bring one guest, and Annie can't go because she's doing parent-teacher conferences that night. So all the other family members are fighting over who gets to go with him. Like, they're each trying to, like, woo him for this. Eve plays a song on her guitar. Ian makes a PowerPoint presentation saying why he should go. And then Lee walks in. She's just like, well, I mean, you kind of owe me. I'm your older sister. I used to drive you everywhere until you could get your license, you know? And he goes, Lee, I pay your rent. Well, exactly. So take me to this show, and then we'll be even. (laughs) Wow. So, in the end, he takes Ian, but he, he regrets that because all Ian does is try and network and try and get people to invest in his search engine. Yeah, and somebody makes a joke, and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to make a new search engine, and someone goes, Psh, you mean like Bing? Haha. <laughs> Dude, fuck Bing. Exactly. But not as much as Yahoo, which Yahoo is never just going like, to work. I'm sorry, did you just like basically copy the same exact coding that made Notepad <laughs> and then just put it into a fucking search browser and not change any of the color? You know, fun fact, they're actually, uh, they got rid of their CEO and they're renaming Yahoo to Altaba. They're gonna die. <laughs> I think they already have. I don't know, I mean, at least Yahoo kind of sounds like Yoohoo and it's attached to some kind of childhood memory. That's true. 
now it's like it doesn't work for commercials either because they used to have like yahoo they don't they can't be like all taba right that's stupid i actually used to get my news from yahoo because they're like like not really biased yeah i used to have an email through yahoo and then i grew the fuck up yeah, and I became an adult. Yeah, exactly. Now I have a website, and now I have a website email address with one name, mine. <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, that's the end of season one right there. Nice. Am I gonna pitch season two? Yeah, are you gonna pitch another episode? Okay, I guess I guess I'll pitch uh, this episode. I think we're all familiar with Michael J. Fox's rise or claim rather to fame. Uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Yep, mainly the first one. Anyways, that's why I named this third episode The Actual Future. Um, So Michael gets a call from uh, a well-known company, uh, you may have heard of it, called Boston Dynamics. And they would like to him to try out their new exoskeleton robot suit that is currently in a beta phase. Um, because it's specifically made for people who have diseases that cause them seizures and other mobile disabilities. So kind of like Doc Ock from Spider-Man, like that type of thing. Kind of like that, except less arms. Okay. And less, yeah, just less tentacly. Okay, do you know, are you familiar with what Boston Dynamics makes? Dynamic things. <laughs> have you ever seen that video of the like robot cow or dog whatever you want to call it thing that like they push with a stick repeatedly like a hockey stick and it doesn't oh, to try knock and knock over. it over yeah oh that makes me so sad that poor robot it doesn't have feelings you don't know that yes i do because they could <laughs> fuck it doesn't have feelings that thing doesn't even have like a cpu just it, it has to i'm just kidding everything needs that <laughs> Anywho, the robot suit works for the most part, except like just little shit that really annoys him and is is generally funny. So yeah. So it's gonna be like a like a slapstick kind of episode. Now is this gonna be a very noticeable suit, or is this gonna be something he can kind of like slip under his clothing? Like he's gonna be like the Terminator. Okay. Because like that, like I said, this is beta phase. This isn't even released yet. There could be like a joke where he like is like walking out of like his kitchen he'll be like i'll be back and then he turns around he's like that wasn't a terminator reference like i was like toying with the names and i was trying to think of like some terminator related name i could make it but i couldn't so see when you said a look to the future i thought you were gonna say this was gonna be like uh like how back to the future they go to the future like he was gonna have like a episode where he like gets knocked out and has like a dream of the future Oh, no. You know what would that be? Because uh, uh, it's called the actual wait, future, so yeah, it would also till, be funny if, we made an episode, if they made an episode about... Oh, man. Um, okay. Um, like, but yeah, that's... Because it's already passed now. That's a funny shit. But and the date that the they suit, said was the future... fucks up, and he ends up just returning it because it's more hassle than it is um, help. See, I like this show because we can fit a lot of, like, plot lines into the fact that he could just be, like, reporting on things. Yeah, it's true. Also, it's Michael J. Fox. True. So it's like a lot of references to be made. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is going to be called... I couldn't think of a good title for this one, so this one's just going to be called The Meeting. The Meeting. That's so ominous. Yep. So before I get into this, uh, there was a character that was not introduced in the pilot. Uh, His uh, co-anchor, 
played by Anne Heche. Anne Heche? Heche? I don't know how to say that. <laughs> so it's a way. It's it's a pronunciation. It's just a word. Her name is Susan. So Harrison calls for a meeting. And Mike is like super nervous because Harrison's been acting like super weird all week. And he's just like, oh God, like what's going to happen? Am I going to get like fired or something? So he's kind of like hmm. skirting around it every time Harrison's just like, hey, I got to talk to you real quick. He's just like, yeah, give me a minute. And he'll like dive out of the way and be like, I'll be back. And, you know, eventually Harrison kind of goes, okay, look, we just got to talk real quick. And he goes, uh, Susan's going to be promoted. And he goes, oh, great. I thought you were going to fire me, to be honest. And he goes, well, sort of. I, I kind of am. He's like, what? Turns out he's planning on giving Susan the lead anchor position on their show. But Mike is getting a chance to audition as the new co-host on Today. And that's going to lead into the series finale. Uh, and then, like, the B story of this episode is that Annie asks Lee to come talk to her students for career day. And she does. But when she leaves, Annie tells her students, like, this is what you don't want to turn into when you're an adult. Oh. Yeah. And then Lee gets offended. And then they eventually, like, reconcile when Annie's just like, you know what? You don't have a bad life. Like, it's pretty easy. You got a free apartment, free food that you keep stealing from her refrigerator. She's like, yeah, I do have a good life. <laughs> so then Mike decides, like, you know what? I'm going to go do this whole Today Show thing. And Matt Lauer's pissed. He's just like, no, this is my show. And we get, like, at the very end of the episode, we get, like, a slow zoom in on Matt Lauer in a corner. And he's just like, I'm coming for you, Mike. You should be shaking in your boots. That she said. So then that leads into my series finale, which is called Host with the Most. Ooh. So Mike and Matt Lauer are doing a live like benefit show through the Today Show. And, you know, they're still butting heads. And while on live TV, uh, they kind of lose their temper and decide, you know what? We're going to have a host off. So like each of us is going to take the reins for the Today Show for a week. And whoever has better ratings is going to stay on as a host. And whoever doesn't has to leave. Ooh. And like Harrison, he's kind of like pissed that they did this on live TV and they can't kind of get around it. But he's also like, but the ratings. <laughs> yeah, but the ratings. Yeah, that's that's also like in the actual episode, that the unaired episode that we watch. Um, he is all about the ratings. He actually says at one point, he's like, this is going to be great for him. And there's going to be like a line. During this where Matt Lauer goes, oh, it's on, Michael. I can see the promos now. Tomorrow on today, Mike Henry is yesterday's news. And he goes, that was a very tense sentence. Very. Get it? Because like past tense, future tense, and very intense. Uh-huh. That sentence belongs in Inception. <laughs> so Ian and Eve try and help Mike come up with like ideas for like stories to get him higher rating. So he wins this whole thing. And it, like they have a whole week planned out, starting with a Back to the Future reunion special show for his show on uh, October 21st, 2015. And that actually works out perfectly because season two would take place in 2015, like based on when this show actually aired. Oh, yeah, true. So like we're going to have like a whole like parent trap, Lindsay Lohan thing where Michael J. Fox plays two characters in this. He's going to play Michael J. Fox and Michael Henry. Jesus. Yep. And during a commercial break, Michael J. Fox is just like, you know, I admire you. Like, 
You're showing that people with Parkinson's can accomplish big, big things and be taken seriously. You're like me. We're both inspirational, except I'm better looking. Ah. Which is funny because, you know, they're both the same person. You're so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike realizes, like, you know what? I can be inspirational. I have to be taken seriously. So he drops all, like, the gimmicky, like, stories he pl- has planned for the rest of the week. But it doesn't matter because the Back to the Future episode was a huge success and Mike wins. And in the end, he goes, you know what, Lauer? You can stay on, but we gotta stay civil. And that's how the series ends. Aww. Yay. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I wish this show actually went on. Yeah, it, was, it seemed like a good, fun, lighthearted show to right. have on, on there. There's like another situation where like if it was on another network, I think it would have survived. Right. I don't think for more than like three to five seasons, though. No, not even close. Yeah. But like NBC, if you put a comedy on NBC, that's like the kiss of death right there. Basically, I just it's super sitcom-y and not a good way. Right. Like it's just it's uh, and even the the thing is NBC always gets good comedies. But the thing is, their ratings are terrible. Right, Right. 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 So they don't end up last. So I, like I'm saying, man, just everything needs to switch to the internet. I'm sick of this cable bullshit. Maybe someday. One day, man. We will fix this world. I actually did watch this show when it premiered. This and Father of the Pride are the only two shows that we've covered that I actually did watch when it aired. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yep. Have anything else to add? Uh, Yes, the long-awaited never debated by anyone this is just a sentence that i'm saying to precede the announcement of the bro shit podcast which like what i just said is just going to be a bunch of words um it's kind of going to be like this show if if i was allowed to speak constantly so like this show if i didn't like mute you yeah yeah basically so like (laughs) Like, you know how I have to be, I have to be, like, behaved? I have to say certain yeah. things on this show? Uh-uh. This is my shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and um, I'm going to bring some really cool guests on. Uh, my goal is to try and have a guest on every week, um, even if it's just, you know, like, family members or friends or just some random hobo I found on the street. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'll probably have to get a digital recorder. I'm not bringing him into my house. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's it should be fun. should be a great time, and uh, I look forward to announcing an actual release date. Um, this week, we're uh, scheduling what day all of us hosts are going to meet up um, so that we can get you guys a really solid schedule. So that's uh, coming soon. We'll, uh, we'll announce that on whatever episode that premieres closest to. CCC. We'll announce it on our Twitter and all that stuff indeed and the website check out the website i think there's a new theme i installed in the website so it might look really nice now it looks really nice it's fancy it does it's, it's more it's more of like a relaxing color yeah it's not it doesn't look like one of those like ufo alien websites where it's okay, like listen bl- okay <laughs> i don't understand wordpress okay look I will give you props for using WordPress because usually the UFO websites and shit, they just do straight HTML. They do like Weebly. It's like it's like it's like MySpace themes that they pre-installed yeah. in their computer and they're like, I still have this from like when I had my MySpace. If I put it in to the web magic and host it on this here thanger, maybe it'll make a website. You know what everybody loves? 
Comic Sans. I, that's my favorite font, especially when you put it in bold. And then nothing looks better than a, just a good underline. You know what we're going to do? Surprise them with an italicize. <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, look out for more news coming about that. The version. Yep. So as Eddie mentioned, uh, check out our website. It's been sort of redesigned. Uh, we have a little bit of announcement for this show. Uh, so our schedule is we skip the first week of every month. So that way it gives us a little time to recoup. What we're going to start doing is, rather than leaving just an empty week, we're going to start putting up bloopers from the past months in that first week. So at least it'll be like a little bit of content. It's pro- it's probably not going to be more than like five to ten minutes for each episode of that. But yeah, you know. so don't say I never did anything nice for you, because I didn't, but but Ed, Ed did. Yeah. So, so just don't say it. So yeah, there's a... Uh, there's that. That's going to be starting up uh, for February. So first week of February. It's going to be some bloops. Um, Check us out on Twitter. We're at Unheard Podcast. Check out our our uh, Facebook page. Check us out on Instagram. We do stuff on there sometimes. Do we? Sort of. I don't have the access to that. You should give me the access to that. It's a bad decision, but you should do it. I mean... I don't know that I want to, mainly because I don't remember <laughs> the login info. Ah, oh, man, so we don't do stuff on there. But check it out. Yeah, <laughs> last thing I posted was a picture of Henry Winkler. Fun fact. I enjoy that, man. As do I. And this concludes the longest outro we've ever had. I think that's it. See. Yeah. Oh, um, I, got a, I got a new promotion at my job, everybody. That's who's interested. Yeah, so that means Eddie's going to be uh, investing in a better microphone. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I mean, I've had this baby for a while, so I need a better one anyway, but um, better microphone for this. So other than that, um, I'm Ed. And I'm Ed, the amoeba. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.